And now the end is near. And so Mark faces the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear. I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. He's lived a life that's full. He's traveled each and every junction of the M62. But more, much more than this, he did it his way with a little help from John Wilkin. Regrets, <laughs> he's had a few. The failed modeling career, not putting a ring on Michelle Keegan, signing for Salford in the first place, but look at him now. He's loved, he's laughed, he's cried, he's had his fill, his share of losing. And now, as tears subside, the misfits find it also amusing. The record shows he took the blows, gave a few as well, and did it Mark's way. <laughs> I couldn't do the whole song because we didn't have time, but a um, oh, bit, bit of Frank Sinatra in the dressing room before. Old Trafford, Ian Watson, you having that? Could do, couldn't we? See, we just go with Flash, mate. He tells us what he wants. <laughs> he on. doesn't, though, does he? Does he? <laughs> no, you don't no. tell him anything. Can we just clear this up? I tried to clear this up with Lee last week. <laughs> um, as the coach is here, yeah. uh, I know this is a little it's bit awkward for you, Mark. Good time, yeah. Um, Mark told me, as a close friend did. of his a few years ago, no, that no, no. I know what you're going to be captain next I said season. we were core captains. He's getting nervous, he's twitching, no, no, this is what he does. Core captains. Uh, is it fair to say Lee is more of the captain than, than Mark, percentage wise? I've, I've heard this before with, the, with these two all the time, always mm. bartering who wants to toss the coin and stuff like that. Flash likes it, you know, because he's had a modelling career like you alluded to before. Yeah. <laughs> so he likes to go out there, get his picture took before the game because ah, he's always looking good. That's what see. it was about. Moose is not bothered, so he stays in the changing room, so he just leads on the field. Flash just all the glamour stuff. Well, I don't get it. invited ah. to these press conferences. It's like, is Lee available? And then if Lee's not available, it's Gil. Or it's Ty, Mark, or it's Jay Bibby. And I'm, so, you're always only on podcast. I'm on this. <laughs> Created my own spotlight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not inviting anyone else's. Who would have thunk it, though, that, you know, beginning of the season, even Mark, when we go back to last season, that Mark Flanagan's going to be in the grand final, probably winning it as a halfback again. <laughs> John Wilkins back in Super League. And he's probably going to have to eat a, a double dick sandwich as well as um, as a hat because he, I don't know if Ian Gill, if you heard this, he's been very what would you say, Mark? Very condescending no, towards himself. I don't think he was. He was just well, at the realistic. beginning, he was. Yeah, yeah. The beginning, he was. But you said you'd have my name tattooed on your body if we won the grand final. If you win the grand final. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's yeah. some that's, motivation. That's, where that's, we, yeah, where are we having by. the tattoo? Um, probably the sole of my foot. That's quite painful there, actually. Isn't it? I'm not sure. I have to think about it. I might just have MF. Gil knows all about tattoos. Gil, Gil got a lot of tattoos. I imagine isn't that's quite a painful spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah. firstly, John Wilkin has to eat a hat. So I was thinking a sort of a Mexican sombrero, a Chinese rice picking hat, um, leather, a conical. Is that what they're called? Leather, yeah, leather, 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 leather flash Russian, up. Russian yeah. fur soldier's Ooh, yeah, hat. Yeah. Beef eater. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anyone had told you, Ian. Be honest with me, and I know you've been asked this question a million times, but I'm going to ask it in the same way, but a different way. Um, if, if, if I had said to you in February that you'd be in the grand final and one of your players would be Man of Steel, you would have laughed me out of the park. Come on. Yeah, we, we, I didn't think we'd be in a grand final in February. Um, I had a confidence in the group that they were more than good enough to make to make a position in the playoffs and then see where that took us from there. It was something that myself and Martin Gleeson spoke quite a lot about in the off-season, in knowing kind of what players we had and what we'd kind of built as a group. The, the big thing for us is when we're laughing about kind of the captaincy, we've tried to bring winners in, competitors who want to compete and want to win stuff. So when, when people are talking about that, we should just be focusing on finishing above London, that hurts and that um, rattles a few of the guys who are genuine winners and genuine competitors, which people like Gil, um, Flash, Moose, they are genuine winners and they want to win things as well. And 
it hurts people like that when people start saying negative comments about them and they'll then lift standards and they'll drag other players along with them as well. And that's kind of what our group's been built on. It's been built on a, a group of players who are accountable to each other. But standards are driven by the, the, the bigger guys in the, in the club and the mm. leaders in the club. That definitely played a part, Gil, didn't it? I was watching you were like a truffle pig at the uh, the DW <laughs> Stadium. And it was interesting because on Sky's coverage before, they went through all the, the Wigan stars. Uh, so they even had Wiggins, ex-Wigan stars. And there was you, there was Lee Mossop, there was Greg Burke, and then and then, and Phil Clark went through the ball and went, yeah, and you know, Gil's been this... No. And then, he's been, and then uh, Mark Flanagan as well. Well, I only played 11 games when I was 19. <laughs> I know, but that's what they did. You haven't seen them. They moved on very quickly. But that must have been... For, for, I don't know if that, was that a motivation for you going there? Certainly for Lee and for you, you guys were up for that game like never yeah, before. Yeah, de definitely. Um, you know, I left a while ago now. It's six years ago. Well, no, five years ago, I think I left. Um, and it was a case of I was told I was leaving. So, you know, at the time, it's, you know, like what I've said, it kind of gives you like, all right, okay. So every time we've, I've played them since, you know, I've always kind of gone there with a point to prove. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I like to think that we managed to do that on Friday. We've had a lot of players who've had points to prove, whether it's, you know, yourself, my, me at Saints, you know, Lee with his injury problems with his shoulders. He, a lot of people thought he'd never play again or, you know, he, he was past his best because of all his, his shoulder issues. We've got a team full of lads who've got points to prove. And I think, you know, when that becomes a powerful thing when you're all going towards a common goal. And, you know, when we're, we're so hard working and we reinforce, you know, those attitude aspects of the game that you know kick chase tying in from the inside all the stuff that people don't see when you've when you've got a point to prove it it kind of spurs you on a little bit and you know phil clark's probably had a bit to say in the press these last few weeks that has given us you know a couple of percent was that motivation phil clark he's, he's coming for a bit of shit recently isn't he yeah i think i think the comment he made you know i don't know whether it was a bit offhand or kind of who it was directed at personally but i know when i got told it i didn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> well you which know? part of the misfit part but no, you are, no, but no. You are in the, the in the no the championship. Oh, players. okay, the championship. Yeah, yeah so but you I, are misfits in the nicest way. I love way, the misfits. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. That that that's just up to a T. Were that, they a band? The misfits. Yeah, yeah. they should be. A heavy rock yeah. band. Yeah. You, go. you like yeah. heavy rock band? You three. Yeah, we could be. Yeah. <laughs> what are you playing? Yeah. Tambourine. I'll be got to be lead singer, aren't I? Oh, front man here. Told you. Go on, but the championship that 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 dug deep. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know that hurt, especially you know getting relegated last year. I thought that's where I was going to be playing my trade. You know, and then to come back and to get to where we were and still have no respect from people from the outside, mm. you know, like you say, it kind of give us that extra motivation that... But that's good, isn't it? It's yeah, definitely. in your eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. Working. yeah. He's a bit scared, though, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? I'm not scared. We've already um, we've broke our virginity. Yeah, we, before me we and Will have had a out. couple of chandies together, haven't we? We had a good time, didn't we? Don't tell Ian about that. We had a couple of chandies. We went on for a few days. Ian. You and I, last time I, you won't remember this, but last time I met you was a long time ago. I came to interview you, I think I was working for Radio Manchester, and you were uh, a player at Salford City right. Reds, as they were back then. Um, let's forget, let's, we're going to get on to this, but forget the talk of winning the grand final. Just to get here and to be here, to be at this press conference with the trophy behind you now, where, where does this rank in your playing career and your coach career? Is this at the ultimate top? Yeah, I think this is at the, the, the top of my career. Um, and, and again, it's from the people who you're doing it with. Um, I've said this in numerous interviews now that this is the best group of players um, I've had to work with um, in terms of kind of coaching as well. But also when you look at it from a player, I've been fortunate to play in some teams where you've had a really, really good spirit. And that's what we've tried to build um, at Salford because 
when you when you're mates you work harder for each other and you, you're willing to look over certain things and you'll cover for them um, and, and you really have an attitude that you don't want to let each other down and that's the big thing for us and we've got that within our backroom staff as well um, so like our head SNC, our head um, physio and like I said we've only got a, a group of six but we're all on the same page there and we all make sure that we know that we're there to work for the players and have you been lucky with that in a certain degree or was it completely calculated or have you actually some of those guys landed on your laps and it's all come together uh, some some of them were already there there was two of them that was already there which was my head physio and the the massage therapist um, which was Sarah um, they were already there and but with the players as well the fact that you know the, the whole story oh no I've man I, I, I'll be honest I've manufactured them yeah um he was one of the first ones we went after. Um, we've got a mutual friend, um, Wes Rogers. Shout um, out to Wes. Yeah, big Wes from Chad. Chadderton. Yeah. He was um, he was big mates of mine growing up, and he was um, a player when he was younger that he was supposed to be the next best thing. He was big mates with Scully, and him and Scully were the next best things. Mm. He got an injury, but as we was coming through our careers, he used to always talk to me about Flash, and so I kind of knew what Flash was about in terms of a guy off the field and a guy on the field as well, and. Tim Sheens came to our club and Flash became available that year and asked mm. him to go and sign him. So Tim Tim went after him um, and then Tim come back and said, he's a little bit expensive, mate. Do we still want him? Um, drive a hard bargain. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I actually said, <laughs> yeah, let's just get him there. But he's trying to cost us more money all the time, Flash, so we should have said probably no. <laughs> but yeah. that, that fascinates me that, because Lee told us about this concept last week, didn't he, of um, the conversation that you had with Lee, knowing that his shoulder at the time was made of polystyrene. Yep. And you took that risk because of the guy that he is and knowing yep. that you could get him fit. And, yep. and a fit Lee Mossa is one of the best in his position, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's an international front row, to be fair. Um, he, he, he was playing international football before he got injured. So you knew he had all that ability about him. His was about getting him back to his best. And mm. I had the confidence in our physio department that they could do that. Um, and our SNC, the guy who were brought in again, I had to go out and get him. Mm -hmm. So like Flash, we went out and got him. I went out and got GB. It's, it's um, like a money ball type thing, isn't it? Yeah, a, a lot of it is. Um, myself and the analyst, who we, we've just lost to Blackburn actually, we'd come up with a little bit of a system where we, we tagged players throughout the weeks and he'd cut them up for me. If, if they were hitting certain markers, that's what I look at. Um, a lot of it was off the ball stuff. Um, if they had the ability, that was fine, but they had to be have a work ethic about them. So we'd look at that and then he'd come to me and say, look, he's hitting these parameters. You might want to have a little look at him. And then I'd get clips of him, look at him, and then I'd go and watch him live from there. But And, and that's what we've done with most of the players. But th they've got to fit with our group. They've got to fit with the, the mentality of what we're about. Was that like for you, Gil, as well? Did, did Watson come headhunting you? Was it? What was the conversation? What do you remember? How different was it to, for Watson's example... Watson's nodding, looking at Gil like, <laughs> yeah, I wanted you. Well, I tried not to phone him, actually, at first. I thought he'd be pretty straightforward because he was at Witness and they were going into the championship. Yeah. So I thought he'd jump onto us. But he made it harder than it should have been. Good luck. A bit like Mark, yeah. <laughs> Start, started arguing about the money. Was smart. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's great about this story as well, Ian, is that you're a Salford boy. You were born in Salford, weren't yeah. you? Yep. Salford through and through, you know exactly what this club is about, the days that you spent at the Willows and, and you know the history of this club, which not a lot of the younger players will necessarily know or have to know. This means so much to you personally, doesn't it? To, to be here, to be playing at Old Trafford. I mean, how far as the crow flies is the Willows from here? A couple of miles. Yeah, well, my, my dad used to bring me here to obviously watch like Brian Robson and Mark Hughes play for United as well, but... I, I don't look at it as a, a personal thing. Um, you I don't, don't. We yeah. do because it is. It's, it, it fits the narrative. It's yeah. it's for, a great story. Yeah, for, for, for me, it's it, it's my job. It's what I love doing, and I, I like being a part of of a group and working with them. Although, like, um, you have to make tough decisions, obviously, which some people don't agree with sometimes. 
Um, that's just part of your job. But I love doing what I do. So I don't see it as a personal thing. I see it as that our, we're there and our backroom staff are there to try and help these be as good as what they can be. Mm-hmm. And that's in whatever avenue they need us to do that. But Gil, this is unbelievable, really, when you think that in the history of not well Super League from 1998, let's say, only eight teams have contested the grand final. Only how many teams, Mark, have won it? Four. Can you name them? Uh, Bradford, Wigan, St Helens, Leeds. Correct, just checking he's still there because he sometimes shuts down, Mark, <laughs> doesn't he? His he eyes come into like this game a couple of years ago, so don't, <laughs> his don't eyes, start his eyes look like me, he's still there, doesn't he? Sort of, have you noticed that, Ian? He sort of shuts down a I little bit. I do it in his meetings. It's like an old compact computer. It makes yeah, that noise. Like like meetings flash. He doesn't like him at all. We've got some of the good pros like Lee Mossop, you know, proper captain. He can handle a bit of a longish meeting. Flashlight, concentration's gone. There's a camera there taking a picture. He's good. He's going to be sulking tomorrow now. Gil, Gil, get nice and um, get nice and deep with me. Not not in that way, but you know, we've. Um, I want you to just to, for people listening, people watching, just tell them that th- this is not a story that's about two teams playing for that bit of silverware, which it, it has probably been in the past. All right, everyone's got their own personal stories going into it. Yeah. But given the whole David and Goliath thing, which you guys won't think because you'll think you'll have a real shot at this. Um, it's it, this is about hope. This is about so many more things to people watching and, and to get people in these seats on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. I think what I'll mention, you know, it's something that the lower teams down the table, you know, us getting here gives them a bit of um, inspiration. You know, they can get there as well. You know, like what I've said, we've got a small squad, we've got small resources, we've got small backroom staff, but, you know, things have kind of fell the right way for us this year. And the the bunch of misfits, you know, will be walking out there on Saturday. <laughs> I want everyone down here. I want Sir Alex Ferguson down here. I want Cantona. I want the class of '92. <laughs> they should all they should, they should be coming out the wings, <laughs> shouldn't they? I mean, it play. Wh- wh- tell me why Beckham's not here Saturday. Let's get him he's here. Got better things to do. Why he should be here? And he's he's basically a Salford boy, lived there most of his life. They shouldn't they? This this should play into that whole story. It's Salford is a city. People forget that as well. Yeah. Don't they? We always think it's a little part of Manchester. Population. Yeah, but they do, people do that. Mm, they outside just think it's a little part of Manchester outside Manchester. It's its own city. It's a proud city. It's got great heritage, great pedigree. This, this place should be representing that on, on Saturday. And that's, that's what you guys have done all season to that, that group of fans who've been slagged off by John Wilkin all year uh, <laughs> when 2,000 of them turned up every week last season. That's grown and grown and grown. Yeah. This is a chance for you guys now. I mean, the AJ Bell should be rocking, win or lose on Saturday at the start of next season, shouldn't it? Yeah, th- that's what we hope. We hope, obviously, this is um, it's a legacy. Uh, yeah, and it energizes people to come and support Salford. So, like at the moment, Man United are not doing so great at the moment. Maybe there's a few disillusion there. They might want to come and watch um, Salford. There's a difference in level of a- athlete playing rugby league to the playing football or rugby union. It's a different sport. It's a different kind of action packed. Um, encounter that you get as well and once you come and watch it once you're hooked on it so ideally we'd love to have that down here where it's a bit of a humdinger of a game this weekend we come out on top and we get more supports for next year that's the word of the show humdinger humdinger love that that one flash sums up Gil that doesn't it humdinger what a humdinger (laughs) is that a good thing or a bad thing it's a great thing Um, he's very sensitive Gil though isn't he he's very sensitive gives off this you get scratched a little bit beneath the surface he's like what what are you saying what are you saying about me no 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 that vein comes out there (laughs) (laughs) Gil this would be one of the greatest sporting shocks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, massively. You know, Saints. I think the, the record points they've won the league by this year. Mm-hmm. You know, we just beat off relegation last season. You know, to come full circle and potentially beat them in the final. Um, 
I don't know of many sporting stories bigger than that, really. It's cool runnings. You're John Candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? Yeah, I know who Sanka is. <laughs> <laughs> very good, yeah. very good. Can, can, we, can we get some sort of, I don't know, while the coach is here, some sort of Roman Abramovich-style incentive? You know, like when, when he wants his team to win a final, it's, oh, it's all well and good to about half. Just half a million, isn't it? You win. <laughs> yeah, it's a great shot. That's all we got for us. Mate, you'll see few, few he's over there somewhere, won't you? Might good. get one you flash. You yeah. <laughs> Just finally then, before we let you guys go, because this is such a week for you guys. Emotionally, it's hard, I guess, not to get caught up in it all, and you've got to just treat it as another game, even though, as I said to Lomax and, and Kevin just a minute ago, it's, um, it, it's, it's, not, it's not that. We all know it's not that, but that's what you have to do. Um, just... just Tell the Salford fans what you want from them on Saturday. Oh, we just want them to get down here in numbers. I know they're all buying tickets at the moment. The AJ Bell was flooded yesterday with people purchasing tickets. I know online they've been buying loads. We just want them to get re really behind us here. Make this a, a just a massive venue of noise and what they've done in the last couple of games as well. But hopefully have another 30,000 of them cheering us on to a win. Well, look, best of luck to all of you guys. Um, it's going to be a fascinating game. Mark, I might pull your shorts down in the warm-up or something. And yeah, you'll probably get a slap. <laughs> John Wilkin got a slap, actually, yeah, on funny, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that Saturday. We were all talking about that. Yeah, yeah, that like, they didn't react. Yeah. Very, uh, very unlike John Wilkin, <laughs> isn't it? Barry, Barry Madero was buzzing for him, they didn't react. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I, I could see how hard it was for him not to react. But who was it who slapped him, by the way? Cameron King, it was. Good on Cameron scared King. Of, scared of Cameron King. King. Yeah. Um, guys, have a great game. Best of luck. Best Cheers. team win. Let's hope. I don't care. I'm going to say I hope Salford win it because Mark's my friend. And you. And you want a new tattoo? <laughs> and I don't want a new tattoo on the side yeah. of my foot. But I hope you guys get your hands on that. What a story that would be. Um, go for it. Give it everything you got. Cheers, Cheers brilliant. Cheers, thank you. Mark, look who we are joined by. These sexy little beasts, Johnny Lomax and Kevin. I got what are you laughing at, Kevin? Don't see yourself as a sexy no, no, little beast. No, not me. No? It's a not sexy me. haircut, isn't it? Very sexy haircut. It's quite a haircut, isn't it? Isn't it just... And, uh, John, and Johnny's. <laughs> That's a bit sharper today, isn't it? Johnny, there's something we need to get to the bottom of first. We've been meaning to ask you this for two years. I don't know. Is your sister the St. Helens mascot? No. No? No. Ever? Has she ever been the St. Helens mascot? Potentially. Because <laughs> John Wilkins... Will, Wilkins started this. Yeah, potentially. Can you, can you no, she, um, she used to come and watch the games all the time, like, yeah. just from, well... Probably since even when I was playing amateur, I used to come and watch the game, obviously, with my mum and dad, and then decided, well, I'm, I'm going to be watching the game. Might as well might watch as well for get, free. Might as well watch for oh. free and get paid. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, but now she's retired from it now. She's done her time. She's got a few <laughs> more hours at work, so she's, uh, she's given up. Right. How are you guys feeling? Big days, isn't this, Kevin? Yeah, that's what you came for, mate. That's, what that, you came that's over. it. No, definitely excited. Um, when you play football, this is what you want to achieve. You want to be part of these these big games, and um, you know, definitely very excited for for the week, the build up, and just embracing it all. Um, just to to be here at Old Travis, first time I've ever been here. So, mate, you look know, the trophies there behind you. Yeah? I know it's so close. Put your hands on that. Mark, it is not so yet. close. No. I touched it as well. Oh. Is that bad luck? I don't sure. know. It could be. Um, Johnny, am I right in saying that you, you've you been at Saints, I think you signed your professional contract, first professional contract, 10 years ago, but you've only you've only played in one grand final. I know there was injuries, there was other situations. Is that right? No, um, played in two. Two. Two grand finals, so yeah, and then missed 2014 okay. because of a ACL played, injury. When Mark played halfback. Yeah. Which Mark, you don't like Mark to talk about. <laughs> I yes, I did. Kicking game was on point. <laughs> How, just, just explain then to, to Kevin, 
what he's in for on Saturday? Um, obviously, kind of already touched on it, and he's kind of said it himself. It's, um, it's an exciting time, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's what you've uh, looked forward to. It's what you've dreamt of from being a young lad to be involved in these big games. And, you know, I think with that brings about a nervous energy, but you've got to try and enjoy it too and, and enjoy the whole week because it is a different feel to it. And obviously, when you step out there on Saturday, it, it's, it's going to be loud. It's really loud. Um, I think one thing, obviously, I'd never played at Wembley until this year, but a big thing that stood out uh, in the difference between the two is uh, the horns. The horns are pretty loud that people seem to acquire from outside the ground. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's electric when you start the warm-up and it uh, takes a bit of adapting to, to. You can be talking normally and you just can't hear each other. So uh, That must be difficult, though, because I mean, it's like a, like a derby for you guys, isn't it? Uh, is it louder than a derby? Yeah, de definitely. And, you know, it's extra hard for myself because I've already got that extra bit of padding over my ears. So, you know, I can't, <laughs> can't hear so well. Why so do you scrum cap? I'm asking for a serious story, Mark. Yeah, I was no, going to take the piss he out of really him. He really likes talking about it. <laughs> I don't like talking about <laughs> it. Can we do it in a nutshell? Um, you had a bad accident, didn't you, when you were playing as a kid? Yeah, just, well, yeah, did have a, quite a bad one. Um, at first, thought I was all right, really. And um, I had a clash of heads, got up, a bit dizzy, had a bit of a bat of. Um, spewing being a bit sick and had a day off school the next day and then went back in on the friday got told off for not listening um then saturday rolled around sunday i just had banging headache all throughout the days really and just kept getting worse and worse and um, eventually got rushed to hospital um in blue light ambulance don't really remember any of it um and kind of passed i'd passed out um and to be honest, it was something that hadn't been spoken about by my family because I think it was a bit upsetting for them until this year, really, with it um, really? being 10 years and kind of learned a few things that obviously I got rushed to hospital, got a quick scan. Um, my mum being a nurse was adamant that it, it was a bleed. Mm -hmm. They said that a slow bleed doesn't, isn't normally a five-day um, kind of period. So they said they'd go with it, the registrar there, and they got a quick scan and then I was off over 12 days. It was, I was having a bleed and then went for the surgery and kind of, again, only just finding out. My mum and dad were told um, that it was touch and go, really. It was 50-50 and wow. they don't know uh, what quality of life it could be if, if I got through it. So for them, obviously, it was a pretty scurry time and, mm -hmm. and something that probably me, just being a young lad wanting to play rugby again, didn't understand um, what they were going through and um, the emotions that they went through with me getting back playing um, and probably something that I've only just learned um, with the birth of my own son, um, so yeah, it was a uh, pretty deep that one. It, it so, was, uh, it was deep. good. I don't, so, yeah, I don't know why, why Wilkin found that so funny. Yeah, that story. it was a yeah. pretty scary it's time for them. Yeah. Found out that I was in surgery for nine hours as well, and wow. obviously that entire time they were just kind of playing the waiting game and, and and not knowing what kind of outcome they were going to get. Bloody hell! Have, have you have you worn it every game since then? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Training as well. Training depends what level of contact. If it's yeah, if we're having to ramp up right to the top, obviously I'll I'll, I'll put it on then. Um, obviously, there's kind of mixed reviews on them, but um, but it's become part of you, isn't it? I'm just thinking yeah, sort it's of kind a, of it's a bit of. I'm thinking a football comparison with Petr Cech when he had a, that nasty accident, and, and psychologically he talked about the fact that it just it felt part of his his uniform, and he felt naked without it after a while. Yeah, well, I kind of I'll be honest, it's quite good not wearing it in training. Um, you know, it's a bit it's a lot cooler. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I got used to, really. And uh, like you said, it kind of becomes a bit of how you're seen, isn't it? A um, bit of a trademark. Um, but yeah, basically, the surgeon. I, well, 
obviously with me wanting to play again, he didn't wasn't happy with me really going back. And then as I improved, it was a two-year period and then a year period uh, providing a warm egg guard. So Can we not cash in here um, and get it sponsored and get some sort of <laughs> do you, do you, have, basis? you know the charity uh, or yeah, the that um, helps you? True Rehab on the um, on the head guard, which is um, a brain injury awareness uh, okay. organisation. Uh, kind of, you know, probably again through um, getting a bit older and a bit more educated in what it, what could have been the outcome. Mm. Um, you know, it's probably my way of probably trying to raise awareness for for such a good organisation. Kevin but, doesn't need it, does he? Because because you take about ten Mark Flanagan's to get to his head through that that hair. <laughs> Quite a little touch for those not watching on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Kevin, Johnny touched on their nervous energy. Explain what that is to people like me who've never got anywhere near playing on a pitch like that in a game like this. No, nah, nervous. Obviously, it's a big occasion, um, and it's 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 good nerves. Um, I think if you don't have them, then you obviously don't have the passion for the game. And for for me, it's sort of um, exciting as well at the same time. Um, obviously, nervous the lead up to it. Um, obviously, during the warm up and. Obviously, you're playing the game in your head, like what you want to do. But um, once the the balls kicked off, you sort of um, you sort of just block out everything that's going on outside, and you, you sort of fall into what you know and what you do best. And um, that's what I'm definitely excited for. Um, you know, I've seen the build up all year towards this moment, and it's pretty surreal for myself to to sort of um, be a part of this and and be playing in such a big game as this. So, I, like I said, it's it's exciting nerves, and um, it's good nerves to have leading into the game. There's a great dynamic to this whole story. I mean, look, it could have been Wigan Saints. We've seen that before. It would have been great. But with Salford and everything that they've been through, do you guys feel like the baddies in this story? Hmm. Um, no, I don't know about that. I think it's a bit like Mighty Ducks. You know, the bad... No one wants you to, You're like the Manchester United that everyone hates. Yeah. He says while well, sat in Old Trafford. <laughs> City fan, no. I think... Um, you know, I think it's probably... I think Salford have been wrongly portrayed in, in the media, if I'm honest. If you look at their 1-17, to 17, they're, they're a quality side. And I think from what some people have seen them as in the media, definitely doesn't marry up with what opposition teams think of Salford. Um, they're a quality side. If you look at the 1-17, to 17, they're as good as anyone in the comp. And you say that now? Are you saying no, that in February? No, the yeah, the littered with NRL experience. And I'm not just talking about the boys that have, have come from the other side of the world. You've got your flash... Tyrone McCarthy, Lee Mossop as well, you know, they're at, and in amongst that, you've got people with grand final experience and grand final winners. So kind of, you know, I think, yeah, no, I'll, I'll stand by what I said. No, I, I, I thought exactly the same in February, and I think that's been shown when, in the in the big games that uh, we've had with Salford ourselves, and you know, then playing against Warrington and, and Wigan, we saw it again the other day that they're a quality outfit, and you know. Yeah, I think that the tag that they've been given is a load of rubbish, basically. You've got, in the, you've got, in that Phil, Clark, you've got Phil Clark to thank for this as well. He's got them no, fired up. Wiggins yeah. Phil Clark is uh, is actually not helping St. Helens. <laughs> yeah, well, again, it's kind of... If you're caught up in and you're listening to that kind of stuff, um, fair enough. But, again, we know what we believe and we know what we, we how dangerous a side Salford are. And I've been for a long time because we've had some real big battles with them for, for a few years now. And just and in some of them we've just managed to come out on top. Uh, and rugby players have a different perspective to you know maybe the pundits or fans viewing it at home. We we kind of scrutinise performances and we'll we'll know each player playing for Saints and we'll know their strengths and, and weaknesses. And you know it's quite flattering that you know the Saints boys are saying that you know they, they consider us a real threat. 
But I, th I think you, when you're in the game, you kind of you notice things that perhaps pundits like Phil probably don't notice, and they probably go off reputation of Salford over the last 10, 20 years when we're perceived to be a, a lesser team. But you know, I think Johnny Dry, we, we deserve to be there on on Saturday, and you know, we've had some great battles with with, Salford, uh, with Saints over the last couple of years, and. You know, I reckon it's, it's such such an evenly matched match game, and I think it'd be you know a great spectacle. I mean, it's amazing, really, that you have to go back to your grand final. Say your grand final. It, it my, was my it? game. Yeah. yeah. Um, in 2014, the last time Saints were here in a grand final, and then obviously you throw in the what happened in the, the Challenge Cup final against Warrington. You guys have, have played some unbelievable rugby over those years. I'm looking more at Johnny because Kevin you're newer to the scene, but some unbelievable rugby, and then it, it's ended up with nothing, which which has got to make you hungrier, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we've heard a few people say it as well. At the end of the day, everyone sets out with the same goal when they go back to pre-season in November. And, you know, that's regardless of what happens on Saturday, that's going to be the same goal again come when November rolls around in, in a month's time. <laughs> but it, but so, Johnny, uh, Johnny, it must be excruciating so, yeah. to go oh, when you no, put it, so much on the line yeah. and you end up with nothing when you when everyone's telling you you deserve it because overall you've been the best team. Well, yeah, and I think it is regardless of what's happened through the year. Anyone who, who puts himself in a position to be in a final, it, that hurt, you know, you definitely feel it and, it. and it and it does stay with you because you want, you know, that's what you dream about. It's not something that you've just set out from beginning of pre-season. It's something you've dreamt about as a kid when you're running around in the garden and stuff like that. So it does definitely hurt. And I think with them moments, though, you've got to try and learn from them. Um, you know, if you, you can sit down and start feeling sorry for yourself or you can try and learn and, you know, that's what it's been about for us. We've been trying to learn and, and you know, we, we managed to go one better in the Challenge Cup. And, you know, that's where, at the end of the day, we're all on, on a journey. Like you said, you touched on Salford with, with their journey, but, you know, yeah. equally, we're on this, a similar one. Yeah. We've, we're, Salford have found themselves in a position that, that, like you said, we've not been in for a few years now as well. So... And, and I don't know, Kevin, how much you know about the history of, of, of Saints. Not, this isn't a test, or maybe it's a test. Hmm. Um, no, but between, was it between 2006 and 2011, they they contested five or oh, six finals on the trot without winning one of them. Which is, well, I mean, we, we got Wilkin to blame for a lot of that. But I mean, that that's an that is astonishing, really, in any sport to come to the showpiece and to to lose that. I mean, it's like Buffalo Bills, I think, did it in the NFL for five Super Bowls or something crazy to, 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 to do that and to come away with nothing. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a huge club that you, you've come to and you know how much that they expect to win silverware, don't you? You, you must have got that feeling as soon as you landed of what you've come into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One thing I knew coming into um, St. Helens team was um, the rich history it had behind it, um, the culture and um, how much they love their rugby league. It's a rugby league town and um, for me personally and my wife moving over here, it, it definitely made it a lot easier settling in, um, you know, from the players to the coaching staff to the community of St. Helens have been so welcoming and um, it's definitely made it a, a lot more enjoyable. But um, what you said with, with that, like, that's what St. Helens, when you hear about St. Helens in, in Australia, you know that they're, they're always a team that's in, in those big games, um, a team that's very successful, um, that's tasted a lot of success, but also through that period, um, you know, like being in big games, but sort of came up empty-handed. And, um, you know, I've, I sort of, I could, you could say I sort of tasted that in the Challenge Cup, um, you know, um, that build up to, to playing in a big game and um, sort of walking away with um, um, looking at ourselves, you know, seeing St. Helens lifting that trophy. And like you said, um, what Johnny said, you, you sort of learn through that. Um, and that's what we have. We learn through what we go through. 
um, even in our wins, there's still a lot that we can take away that um, we still feel as a playing group that um, we're not um, hitting the nail on the head with. And um, that's what's good. That's what drives us every week. We use that as motivation. We use that um, as a place to grow. Um, and every week we're just trying to get better. And, you know, it's no different this week. And um, like you said, it's a, it's a big occasion. But um, at the end of the day, all we can do is what we can control, and that's on the footy field. There's definitely a cliche in sport, isn't there, where you, and you hear coaches, and I know you guys will say it as well, and it's kind of what you're trained and what you're hearing on the training ground to say, with it's just another game, we've got to treat it like another game. We all know that's not true. It's not another game, isn't it? I mean, you can't think like that, I understand that. But how hard is it, because you touched on it earlier, Johnny, about coming and you know seeing the fireworks and hearing the noise and all that sort of stuff, just to stay completely away from it. Do you, do you have to take your mind completely away from that to, to be successful on the day? Um, I think kind of it's hard on obviously the day to do that, but through the week is just trying to stay as relaxed as possible um, and just do keep everything as normal as possible as well. Um, whether that be for your preparation, whether it be just going for a little walk, clear your head, no matter what it is, it's kind of just. Do you have any any little things that you do particularly? Johnny's got a really good routine before a game. He taps hey. his boots about no, fifty I, times. Hey, we'll, we'll continue to mention this. Yeah, go yeah. Relax now. No, it's gone. Is it gone? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> he's a sit against that the wall. Twitch. Yeah, no, be like flashes Twitch on his face. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we zoom in on that? <laughs> Still there, isn't it? Imagine what it we're doing on Saturday. Oh, shut up. Oh, when, he's on, when he's on that when he's on that bike, that interchange bike, he'll be looking like Wiggins on MDMA. To take that bit out, um, <laughs> or maybe we won't, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but go on, touch on, on on that that game day feeling. Why are you laughing, Mark? Uh, yeah, just idiot. on game day. Just like I say, I just try and sleep for as long as possible, which has become a bit harder now. Like I said, with the little one, um, so just sleep for as long as possible and just try and not think about it. Just do my best to stay away from it as I, much as possible. I find it's a balancing act. I think you have to be composed on your job so it, it's the same routine for every game in terms of what your job is in the role but then you've got to embrace the atmosphere and the feeling and the importance of the game to spur you on to make extra efforts I think it's you can't rely on the atmosphere to spur you through because you need that composure but I think when the going gets tough that's when you, you kind of you draw on the on on the magnitude of the of, of the game and how important it is and that that can give you an extra 5-10% when you know when you're really down and you're looking at a match and you know, I think but either team will have to do that on, on Saturday to get the, get the win. I mean, you all know each other really well as players in terms of you know, your own squads, but you must learn a lot about each other on those sort of days. All we see as the idiots on the outside, you know, the, the footage in, inside the dressing room on a match day, and that's the only kind of insight we get inside that dressing room. But you, you must learn about how you get each other to, to tick, get each other going on a day like that. Because people, people will react differently, I imagine. You're not all the same, are you, in, in, on a game like that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's, there's actually some moments in the game as a player that I sort of um, don't see, that players do individual efforts that sort of don't get acknowledged in the highlight reel, um, that when we come to as a team, um, you know, like efforts that Johnny does off the screen. Um, when someone makes a break, he may not get the accolades, but... You know, he's always in the picture. He's someone that's always around the ball, both defensively and in attack as well. And, you know, for me, like, that highlights the player that he is. You know, and he's a, he is a team player and he does a lot of stuff um, outside of, out of 40 that he, he prepares himself mentally and physically to get him as right as he can before a game. And, you know, there's Johnny and there's a, so a lot of other players in the team that do stuff that I'm like, wow, like, 
I didn't see that in the game, but when the coach highlights that, you know, we, it highlights the, the team, that the, the players are working hard and, and doing stuff. And ultimately, that's all we want to do. We're trying to work hard to... We know that when we work hard together, the result takes care of itself. It's weird to think you're a veteran of this team now, Johnny, really, aren't you, when it? you look at... 27. 29. Just turned 29. So I think eight, eight of the match day squad from the 2014 Grand Final are still mm. with you. Yeah. Um, that's, is that crucial, to have that, those guys who've, who've been there and done it and, and have got that experience? I think it definitely does help to, to have experience, and that's why I obviously touched on the Salford squad as well, because there's grand final, final experience within that squad as well, and I think it does help to have had people that have been there, and, and even just to kind of tee people up on what the occasion's going to be like. Kind of once the whistle goes out, you know, like flashes, there's, things kind of go out the window a bit, and you're kind of just running on the energy that's being provided by the crowd. So I think probably having a few few of the lads that have been there, he can just settle everyone down, just give everyone a minute. And I think that that's sometimes key in these big games. What's um, Justin like on, on days like this? No, I mean, not days that you, you won't know, Kevin, but what's he been like in the build-up to this? How relaxed is he? He seems like kind of quite unmovable character, unshakable character. Yeah, no, no, he's been, he's been great. Um, you know, him and the coaching staff, you know, they've been a big part of where we are today. Um, but he's he's very calm-headed um, coach. He, he definitely got a, a good knowledge for the game and understanding for the game. And um, for this week, you know, like everyone's sort of saying, you know, like I'm trying to do this for Justin. But you know, the person that he is, all he wants to do is get the best out of the player and and leave the best the place the team in a better place than what it was before he he coached it. And um, you know, for me, it's just been an honour to be to be coached under him um you know i've definitely learned a lot and grown a lot as a player and you know he's he's definitely someone like i said he's someone that's very calm um you know just really gets his points clear to the team and how we want to play and the structure that he wants us to follow where would you say this saints team is compared to the great ones you've played in johnny is it is it arguably the best um it's a funny question because obviously you're kind of always going to be um based upon accolades and 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 you know i think saturday will go a long way to to deciding that um i think kind of obviously we've done really well in the league and and that winning the league leader shield and i think that that's something that probably goes by the wayside and rightly or wrongly so um for justin to have, have taken over when he did and 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 done what he's done already for for this team and you know winning it last year and then winning it this year um by the 16 points is a reflection of, of him but kind of that's not what teams um, are now based on they're not based on the rewards of the league leader shield um, and so probably that'll be something that might be reviewed later down the line and, and be seen as a good achievement that it is in that consistent achievement but ultimately you know it it is a, a fantastic side to be a part of um, but a lot of it's going to be down to so what happens on Saturday is going to be um, how we're perceived by others. Can we finish, do you think, with some an exchange of sort of really aggressive words or something between you two guys? Which means Johnny? Yeah. You know, I do not fancy saying it. You're not fancy, <laughs> you're not fancy saying it to Prick. Kev. No, no, I don't know Kev as well as you. Bottleless. We go way bottleless. back, so you're a bottleless cat. <laughs> <laughs> it must be weird, though, because you guys know each other so well. Yeah, yeah Johnny's a good better man. Yeah, but you said to me before that you on a, on a, you'll, you'll have a chat and a joke with him now, but on game day, yeah, it's on a different game day it's different because I don't think anyone likes interacting with opponents before a match. But so you don't even want to catch his eye on game day. I just ignore him, yeah. But then, <laughs> but now and then until Friday, like I, don't, I always have a chat with Johnny. He's a good mate of mine. We 
we had some good times together at Saints and you know on a, on a slightly different note I, I think Johnny's the most professional player I've ever played with he's, he's had that many hardships obviously through through these his skull problem that he's, he's had and three knee reconstructions and he's the most dedicated player I've ever played with and it's a testament to him that he's he's played for his country and he's, he's probably been one of the most dominant players in, in the competition this year and you know as, as a mate it's great to see him back on the stage where he belongs because I know he had some really dark times though when he was struggling with injury and you know he's, he's a credit to himself and I still want to bang him on Saturday and knock him around a fair bit but you know I, I think when you look back at your career you, you look back at the relationships you've made with players and 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 some of the times you've had and you know Johnny and I go way back and it's um, be great to take the field with him. It's going to be cracking I'm really looking forward to it it's going to be what a dynamic as we touched on before what an arena there behind us to, to do it all um, you can come and throw eggs fruit at me uh, on the pitch if you bring them in I don't think can you get eggs and fruit into the Don't stadium I'm not sure so uh, I'm going to be hosting on the pitch but we're also we, you're not going to be with us but we're going to be doing a podcast uh, at four o'clock uh, on the Saturday uh, in the Northern Monk Beer Garden that How sounds about exciting that? great isn't beer it? isn't it great Northern beer. Monk Great, but I think Vernon Kay is going to be with us. Is it? Yeah, I think so. We've upgraded you, uh, and also you can you can download the podcast out of your league wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's iTunes, Podbean. Don't know where else people get them from. Uh, watch Spotify. us on YouTube, Spotify. Don't think you can do that. Uh, you can get them on YouTube as well. And we're going to speak to you, little buggers, later. Later.